Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. This week we've been airing a message entitled, Five Heresies That Identify a Cult. Throughout the week, your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, will continue to point out several of the distinguishing marks of heresy that clearly defines what a cult is. Some things such as the denial of the deity of Christ, of additional revelations beyond the Bible, and of the teaching of baptismal regeneration to name but a few. And then in contrast to this, we'll see what God says concerning these teachings from His own Word. We also want to take this time to continue our offer of a very helpful book entitled Living in an Imperfect World by Dr. R.B. Willette. Life is full of challenges, and this book will be a big help to you in meeting them. The book and today's message are free of charge. Stay tuned till the end of today's program for a phone number and address to order either or both. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Now, we're going to talk about five identifying marks of a cult. The presence of one of these does not necessitate a cult tag, but all five of these are present in any cult. You can go to the bank on this. You can bank this. All five of the things we're looking at this morning are found in any cult. Let's take a look at them. First of all, look at Second Peter chapter 2. Second Peter chapter 2, verse 1. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who shall privily, that is on the sly, who shall privily shall bring in damnable heresies. A damnable heresy is a heresy that damns men's souls. This is serious stuff. Paul said, if a man preach any other gospel than that which we have preached, let him be accursed. Paul pronounced a curse on him. If you think I'm too hard, take it up with Paul. We're talking about damnable heresies here. And he says this, even denying the Lord that bought them and shall bring upon themselves swift destruction, they deny the Lord that bought them. Someone said, I think only the, the blood of Christ was only shed for the elect. How do you explain that verse? The blood of Christ was shed for false preachers and false prophets. And if they were willing to repent, they could get saved. But they deny the Lord that bought them. The first identifier, and every cult will do this, is to deny the person and finished work of Jesus Christ. They will deny the person and the finished work of Jesus Christ. Now, they bring these heresies in privily. They are not always obvious. They are wolves in sheep's clothing. They attack at any sign of weakness. They are wolves. I heard a preacher preaching one time, and he had trained wolves. Imagine that for a hobby. Training wolves. He had trained wolves. He was a lumberjack type up in northern Michigan. And he trained wolves. And he says, wolves have what they call obnoxious submission. Wolves will not completely submit. 
They will submit on an obnoxious basis only because they have to. Out of fear or force. And he said, he said, you'll, you'll make them do something and they'll sit there and you'll hear from the throat. <laughs> They're submitting, but it's obnoxious. <laughs> they don't want to. A wolf will sit there in obnoxious submission and bide his time and look for a weakness and then attack. One of the reasons I preach the way I do is I'm trying to run the wolves out. You say, preacher, I don't see any wolves. Everybody around here is going bah! Bah, bah! And they're white and fluffy. And they got all that nice wool. Yeah, but uh, God's trained me to hear that <laughs> and they'll go bah, bah. <laughs> there are degrees see I, I want them to leave I really do there are some people it's a blessing when they come and there are others they're a bigger blessing when they go And these guys come in privily and they bring damnable heresies. Now there's different degrees of denial of the person and finished work of Christ. For instance, an obvious one would be a Jehovah Witness elder who, who denies the deity of Christ, making him a lesser God. Uh, they have in their system an anointed class and Jesus is the mediator for them but if you're in the Jonadab class, Jesus is not a meteor. What did you, where did you get that tripe? I was raised on tripe. I ate tripe. How many of you have ever eaten tripe? Let me see your hand. All right. One thing I know about you is you have strong jaw muscles. <laughs> tripe is cow's stomach. It's typically cooked in a broth. And no matter how long you cook it, how long you chew it, or even if it goes through you, it's never digested. It's rubber. <laughs> it just gives you something to do. <laughs> it's a chance to call water soup. It gives you something to do while you're starving, if that's all you had to eat. That's what this stuff is. A Jonadab class. Where did they get that? It's a foolish question. It's a striving about the law. The Mormon teaching that Jesus is the spirit brother of Lucifer. That is blasphemy. And I don't care who taught it to you. It's blasphemy. Jesus isn't the brother of Lucifer by any stretch of the imagination. In any way. Or the liberal that gets up there and says Jesus was just a man and he was an inspirational leader like Gandhi or Buddha or Confucius. Don't compare my Savior with those deluded men. 
That's obvious. But there are less obvious examples. When I grew up in the Roman Catholic Church, we were taught the deity of Christ. But we were also taught that Mary was on a par with him. They deny the person in the finished work of Jesus Christ. It's a damnable heresy. They're teaching damnable heresies because they're on the way to hell themselves. They have churches. They act religious. They're nice, many of them. They do good works, many of them. Make no mistake about it. Listen, if you're a wolf in sheep's clothing and you're going to fool anybody, there has to be good works. Every religious system has a moral code and a code of ethics and good works. Denying the Lord that bought them. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father, which gave them me, is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Christ is one with the Father. He's one with the Father in purpose. He's one with the Father in essence. In 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 17, the Bible says, Now unto the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. They deny the person and the finished work of Christ. Folks, when Christ died on the cross, He paid for all of my sins. Heresy teaches he might have paid for some of your sins. He might have paid for most of your sins. He might have paid for all of your sins. But there is something you have to do to finish his work. Folks, there's nothing you have to do. There's nothing you can do to finish his work. He finished it. Before he gave up the ghost on the cross, he said it is finished. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message by Pastor Rick DeMichael entitled, Five Heresies That Identify a Cult. If you are a true born-again child of God and have had an opportunity to grow in your walk with Christ, then you are well aware that there is much in the way of false teachings everywhere you turn. There are churches that are steeped in false doctrine and would want nothing better than to convince you that their way is right and thus pull you into their churches. But as you've heard today, the way towards truth is clearly found in what God says from His Word, the Bible. Whether it be the person of Christ, the authority of God's Word, or what the true significance of what baptism is, the way we're going to know and understand these things is to see what God says about it in His Word. We hope you'll continue to tune in this week. And as we mentioned at the top of the broadcast, we are offering an excellent book entitled Living in an Imperfect World by author Dr. R.B. Willette. The book addresses many of life's challenges and how to deal with them. Things such as injustice, insecurity, discouragement, depression, and bitterness. It will doubtless be a help and a blessing to you. This book and today's message on tape or CD are free of charge. Call and order today. Our address is Treasures of Truth, care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho. 83642. 
and our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. No contributions, please. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 6 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching. 